Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to my little corner of the internet. You found me at the Busy Mom podcast. Today is Meet My Friend Friday, and I have an old friend actually on the podcast with me. My friend Kristen Welch is back on the show with me today, and we're going to talk about her new book, but also Kristen has a heart uh, for an incredible group of women that she's going to tell you all about. It's a great way for you guys to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. So stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right. So today is Mon is Monday. It just feels like Monday because I it's Friday and it always feels like Monday unless I think about it because I am in Arkansas this weekend for the Teach Them Diligently conference. If you guys are around uh, anywhere in East Oklahoma, if you're in Little Rock, you could drive a little bit west. Roger's not that far from you. Um, I will be there all weekend. I'd love to hug your neck. I will be keynoting uh, this event later on today and also uh, be there all day Saturday. As my husband likes to refer to it, uh, today is day two of the vendor hostage crisis. So <laughs> come on out and say hello. Uh, I've got a great, uh, incredible, inspirational friend on the podcast with me today, Kristen Welch was on here before talking about her first book, uh, Raising uh, raising Grateful Kids in an Entitled World. And hello, who doesn't need more of that? She has just written a brand new book uh, called Raising World Changers in a Changing World. Uh, Kristen is a blogger, obviously, and a speaker, and she's also the founder of Mercy House Global. So we're going to talk a little bit about a Mercy House, that is her nonprofit ministry, and that uh, ministry focuses on young and struggling mothers in Kenya. And so she's going to tell you how pre-ordering her book is going to provide a job for a woman in poverty. This woman is truly a world changer. She inspires me. She's got three kids that she's homeschooling. They range in age from 11 to 18. So Kristen, I'm so excited that you're back on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you, Heidi. I'm so happy to be here. So you have a brand new book coming out, uh, when, and that releases on May 1st, correct? Yes, that's right. And so um, tell our list, because I know some of them are going to be familiar with you, but we've got a lot. Uh, since you've been on the podcast, we have gained about 20,000 new listeners. So if you can give everybody kind of a little bit of a window into your heart, start maybe with the first book, because I think it's such a great segue into this one. Um, what motivated you to get off the bench and onto the battlefield? Well, my first parenting book, uh, Raising Grateful Kids in an Entitled World, really just came from a, not a place of perfection or from a, a an office as a professional um, parenting expert. It really just came from the trenches as we began to really expose our kids to a world perspective, giving them a global perspective and kind of breaking out of our middle-class bubble, I realized that we had an entitlement issue in our home and mostly because I had entitled my kids, my husband and I, um, in trying to give them the world, we gave them too much stuff. And then we realized we had a gratitude issue. And, and so really just um, following Jesus and trying to be obedient to what he had asked our family to do it shined a light on some weaknesses and and some um, just gaps in how we were parenting. And so really that book um, was extremely hard to write. It was very gut-wrenching because it really, the journey exposed my own entitlement and what I thought I deserved and, and how gratitude was really the antidote for that really disease that was in, in affecting our family. And so um, this new parenting book, 
Um, and it's, it's for um, really any adult who loves Jesus and wants to follow him, but it's specifically um, written for parents. And it's sort of a part two. Um, you know, our world is, is changing and it's kind of a scary place. And every time we turn on uh, the TV, there are things that um, impact our families. And uh, this is really a book about not letting the world change us, but about changing the world. And uh, I think if I had to sum it up in one sentence, I would say it's a book about generosity and the joy and purpose that we find when we give our lives away, about teaching our kids and really exampling to them that really giving is receiving. And it's not about keeping everything to ourselves. Um, and it's not just about giving our money away. It's about sharing our time and our resources and what we're instilling in our family with the world. And when we impact one person for Christ, we're truly world changers. Hmm. I'm always talking to uh, parents, you know, I speak for a living and I'm always talking to parents about um, the importance of raising world changers. But the truth is we don't, I mean, I must, you know, we can't change, we can't raise world changers unless we're willing to be world changers ourselves. And I think it has, you know, we can't pass on what we don't possess. And one of the things I love about you is that you're not just talking about it. You know, I hear so many um, platitudes given from parents, especially Christian parents right now about um, we're raising world changers, but then you look at the lives of the parents and the parents aren't really out there on the battlefield telling their kids or showing their kids by example what that means. And so when you talk about raising world changers and making that your number one priority in, in parenting, how, how does that flesh out in your family? Yeah, I think that's, that's the hard part of, of parenting is really that's, the, that's what we do. We model the behavior we want our kids to have. We are the example to them. And, and in this journey, I think that was what was so heartbreaking for me is a lot of the issues that I had seen, I was modeling to my kids and just not being content with what I had and um, living for this world instead of the kingdom world and um, buying into the American dream and, and all of those things. But um, when we began truly uh, giving our lives away, um, opening our home to people in need, um, traveling into our inner city 30 minutes away, and then traveling the globe, we discovered that um, the true meaning of joy and purpose is not in um, keeping it all to ourselves. And I think that um, there's just this powerful purpose that's really born in the heart of saying, Jesus, you put me in this place for this reason. And I don't know why, and I don't deserve that. You know, we're, we're in North America. We are, um, we have more than three quarters of the world just by sovereignty alone, God's sovereignty. You know, we don't get to choose that. And we have to ask ourselves two questions. And I think um, as a believer, this is critical. But then as a parent, it's so vital when we acknowledge what we've been given and we ask ourselves why we were born where we were born and we realize that it's only due to God's sovereignty, then that leads us to ask the second question, what are we supposed to do with what we've been given? Um, you know, if you're born in North America, we have been given so much opportunity and so many um, really just chances to um, 
leave an impact and to um, do something great for the kingdom. We get really caught up in um, forgetting some of those things and, and living for ourselves and buying into the American dream. But I can promise that we weren't born in North America so that we could have more and keep it to ourselves. The reason that we're supposed to ask those two questions as believers is because we're accountable to um, to God for what we have received. And we're accountable for what we share with our kids and what we show them. Um, there's nothing wrong with having nice things and, and loving our family and pouring into them and being intentional parents. But if we keep our doors closed and our windows shut and we don't share that with our neighbors and our community and the people that you know, where God has placed us for this reason, then we're not being raised. We're not raising world changers. We're being changed by the world. And so I think it's just critical as parents that we start there. So um, I think this is a, this is a tough concept for people to wrap their heads around because it can border on, because it can border on uh, uh, a lot of people try to make you feel guilty because you were born here, you know, which we had no control over that. Right. So we're born where we're born, just like people in Kenya are born where they're born. But I wonder when you, when you talk about this, I'm going to borrow one of your chapter titles and, uh, and ask you, is our extra, is the extra that we have because we are by virtue of our birth, is that a blessing or a test? So why do you think as Americans, we have so much and others in the world have less? And as we think about our role in, uh, given that we were born here, rather than, because it's the enemy, right, who makes us feel like there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So we're not trying to make people who are listening feel like uh, they're do- they've done something wrong because they were born here. I'm, I, for one, I'm a little tired of the shaming thing. <laughs> but what you're saying really is, hey, look, take a step back and look at what you've been given and ask the Lord, Father, by virtue of my birth, what do you want me to do with it? Is that kind of what what you're trying to say? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. And And we're not doing that out of guilt or shame. We're doing that to discover joy and purpose. That's the key. Yes. That's the key is... God has a purpose for us. He has a purpose for our family. And when we follow that purpose, the joy that we experience in our homes and our lives and our marriage and our parenting is unparalleled. And so I think it starts with saying, was this a blessing, God? This unexpected check in the mail, this um, bonus, this raise, was it a, is it a blessing or is it a test? And I think where we have failed as a culture is we assume because we're in America and, and we live in this um, this mindset that everything's a blessing. Everything that we receive in our lives is a blessing. And I think that sometimes it's actually a test. And God is saying to us, are you going to keep it for yourself or are you going to share it with someone else? And I have to say, I mean, I'm 45 years old and I'm halfway through this parenting journey and I have failed most of those tests. So I am not saying this from a, um, a podium or a pedestal. I think that when I began to say to myself and to my family that this particular gift, whatever it was, we just started asking the question instead of assuming that everything was a blessing for us to keep. When we start asking God, what do you want us to do with this? And started sharing with other people, that is when everything changed for us. And it began to um, be this contagious generosity. Like, what if we take this extra $100 that we have, and instead of splurging on 
a great meal or, or something fun for our family. What if we went and bought gifts for a single mom that God has burdened us with and we put them on her front porch and rang the doorbell and then watched her kids discover them. And when we started doing little things like that, my kids, I mean, they were like, why can't we do this again? And um, I think that it, it, there's just so much joy in doing that. And then, you know, you turn around and it happens again. And sometimes we get to keep those blessings for ourselves. It's not all about, you know, self-denial and sacrifice. I think there's joy in life in blessing our own families and doing fun things together, but it needs to be a balance of both. If it's all one instead of the other, then we're sucked into that entitlement mentality and we have kids who aren't grateful. So it all goes hand in hand. I, I really think, um, this is a part two to identifying entitlement in your home, looking for ways to be grateful. But then the next step to that is what I've been given. Is it a blessing or a test? You know, like my, my oldest is going to college in a few months and um, we're going to have her bedroom open. And we, we hadn't really thought it, we had thought as a family, we hadn't made any plans to do anything with that bedroom, but then there was an opportunity um to have an exchange student from Ukraine, who's a pastor's wife from one of the artisan groups that we work with. And we jumped at the chance to do that because we have this room and we have meals every night as a family. And maybe we can impact this girl for the kingdom. And it's just become a natural part, an extension of being a missional family. Hmm. I love that too. And what you're, what you're really challenging listeners to do is to look outside of their own, of their own, uh, boundaries in our home. I think for some of us, maybe, um, being generous is not in our nature. And frankly, I think it's built into us as Americans. It's certainly built into the kids in the school system and it's built into, uh, it's built into the culture and it's kind of how a lot of us were raised. And I think there's a, there's a really cool thing that's been happening in, in, uh, in my life in the last couple of, uh, months, one of the last six months, really. And I think about, sometimes I think about you because Jay and I, my husband and I prayed for, oh my goodness, prayed 12 years at least for a homeschool resource center. And a, there's a gentleman in the, in the, it's a long story, but there's a gentleman who lives here who God has blessed incredibly, he started a business and he, um, he has, he's very well, he's very well off. He's very wealthy. And he saw a need in the homeschool community because we presented it at a fundraiser and just said, hey, we're trying to really help the parents in this area who are either um, scared to homeschool or they don't think they have the money. And we want to be able to help them, show them how to do it and show them how to uh, uh, to engage with their families that way because we see such a deficit in the families uh, that we travel around and speak to. And this, this guy... Um, who's sort of the theme of his life is what is in your hand. So he's always saying, what is in your hand? What is it that God has given you that he's saying, hold this open to me and let me decide where it goes and let me decide what you're going to do with it. And so he called me one day, it's a long story, but he called me and he said, Hey, Heidi, I have a building that has been rented for the last 12 years, but the tenants are moving to a new building and it'll be vacant. Would you guys like to put your resource center there? And um, I was expecting, well, first of all, I was totally blown away. But honestly, I was expecting like a little strip mall, <laughs> you know, like a little a little room in a strip mall, but I knew I needed more space than that. He gave me the address. My husband and I went over and looked at it and it's a 17,000 square foot building in prime property right in the middle of the city. And I called him on the phone, just tears in my eyes. And I said, I think I'm at the wrong place um, because I just, that kind of generosity is so unusual. And so he began to describe the building to me. And when I realized I was in the right place, 
Jay and I just sitting in our car out in front of this uh, beautiful building just started sobbing. And I talked to him about it later. I mean, we have cried so much. When you are on the receiving end of that kind of generosity, it is life changing. It makes you, it makes you want to change somebody else's life because you realize, oh my word, there is a blessing in giving and a blessing in receiving. And I said to him one day, I said, you know, David, I said, I feel like we can't thank you enough um, because the story is so much bigger than even the building. But he said something so profound to me. He said, you know, Heidi, you and Jay keep saying thank you to me, but saying thank you to me is like saying thank you to the UPS driver. He said, the Lord gave me this. And he said, here's where you're supposed to deliver it. So really the thanks should go to the Lord because it's God who gives us these things that we have. And then our responsibility is to is to say, Father, you've given me this amazing thing, whether it's that extra $100 or a 17,000 square foot building uh, in the middle of, of, of the city. Um, we each have something that we can give. And he just re- he's done such a good job of pointing us back to the giver of all good things, which is God. And I think sometimes in, in this country uh, and in this culture, and certainly in just Western civilization in general, uh, we can forget that it's God who gives us what we have and that he's saying, give it, give it away. There's, there really is joy in giving it away. I've seen so much joy in this man's eyes every time he walks in that building and sees 300 homeschooled kids and their parents. It, he's getting as much as he's giving. That's amazing. And I mean, what does the Bible say? Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above. And I think that's really what this book's about. And I am so passionate about um, reminding families and helping them discover that we think in our economic system, you know, living in the American culture, that if we keep it for ourselves and to ourselves, um, and maybe it'll grow or we can invest it in. And I'm not talking about finances here. I'm talking about everything we've been given. Mm-hmm. Um, but in God's upside down econ- economy, um, he says to give is to receive. And mm-hmm. when we open our hands and live with that uh, position of saying, it's not mine, it's yours. Um, and we offer what he's given us back to him as a holy sacrifice, whether it's a talent, you know, a singing voice or whatever it is. We say, God, use what you've given me for your kingdom and to be glorified. The joy and the purpose that comes along with that and the way that it changes our family is completely miraculous. And I think that it's a, there's no guilt or shame. And that's the beauty of this message. It's all about the joy and purpose that comes from glorifying God with what he's given you. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think that the subject alone feels like, oh, I'm going to read this and I'm going to feel guilty and I have to give away everything I have. That's definitely not, <laughs> not the message, but that when we do open our hands, God fills our hands with more than we ever thought was possible. Mm, it's so true. There really is uh, a blessing in giving. And it's, and it's amazing when you just step out of your comfort zone and do that. And you have done such a good job of, of living that, really modeling it for your children. And I think parents, I think... um the message for parents needs to be, it starts with you. It yeah. starts with you. If you want kids to have a, a strong walk with God, if you want your kids to have a vibrant prayer life, let them see you in prayer. If you want your kids to have a solid marriage, let them see you have a solid marriage to nurture your marriage. If you want your kids to be generous, they need to see you uh, being generous. It has to start there. Um, and it, it needs to start with parents. Before we uh, wrap this up, I really want to talk about your new book because you're in the pre-order season right now. So the pre-order uh, launches right now. For those of you who aren't familiar with um, with the uh, 
the lingo of book launching and new books, this is a time when people can uh, buy the book, but they won't actually receive it in the mail until release day, which is May 1st. But there are lots of really cool things that uh, people who buy their books early uh, typically receive during the launch period. What's going on for the book launch of your new book, Raising World Changers in a Changing World? Yeah, I'm really excited about this uh, incentive. If you pre-order the book, um, as long as supplies last, with every pre-ordered copy of the book, you'll actually be providing a job for a woman in poverty through our nonprofit, Mercy House Global. And you'll get a beautiful custom clutch uh, that was hand uh, created that says be a world changer. And inside that clutch, there's coupons um, to shop fair trade product. There are um, stickers and uh, there's also all kinds of printables that are um, resources for parents. And this is just where my heart is as a, as a mom and an author and um, even leading um, a nonprofit. I don't want to just say this is this is what I've done. This is how you do it. I love providing tangible, intentional resources for parents. And so when you pre-order the book, you'll have access to um, printables that create activities within your home, conversation starters, checklists for things you can do as a family, um, uh, actually little labels where you can set up like a mason jar banking system in your home and teach your kids about saving and spending and sharing what they've been given. Um, so just some really great incentives that go along with the book. And also, um, I got to do something I've never done before as an author. I um, was able to invite my family to contribute to the book. So every chapter ends with conversation starters. And instead of just asking the questions for you to ask your kids, I actually asked my kids the questions and each of them answered. So mm. coming from a perspective of one in elementary school, um, one who was just beginning um, high school, my son was about the um, eighth grade when he answered these questions and then my high schooler who is about to leave home. And so um, that honestly was my favorite part of this book because mm. it meant so much for me to read my own kids' words and asking your kids for advice on, do you think I'm generous and um, what's your favorite um, thing that we've ever given to someone else and hearing their responses um, was very encouraging. And it was also, um, it kind of lit a fire under me to do better in some areas. And so I think uh, always bringing your kids into that conversation is, um, is a critical part of just having a, a, a family that lives uh, intentionally. Hmm. I love that. And if you guys are interested, I will link back to all things Kristen Welch today over at the show notes. So head on over there. Um, I love, there's a, a quote from uh, Kristen's book and I'm going to, I'm going to end with it today. She says, when we live sacrificially, we discover the unfathomable satisfaction, soul quenching purpose and unparalleled contentment that comes when we give our lives away. And Kristen, you have certainly done that with your family and you're doing it again through this book. So I really appreciate it. Everybody, if you uh, want to get in on the freebie, the really cool freebie that is uh, happening right now, you can pre-order her book. Uh, Kristen, where do they go to do that? You can actually um, pre-order the book anywhere, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. And then, um, so just pick your favorite retailer and then you can go to wearethatfamily.com and click on the book page. There's a picture of the book, Raising World Changers. And you can submit that information with a confirmation number, and that's how you will receive the freebies. 
That is awesome. Thank you so much, Kristen, for coming on the show today and sharing your heart. I can't wait to see uh, what happens in your life as you continue to raise world changers. Thanks for coming. Thank you, Heidi. Hey, everybody. I hope that you will come out and see me in Rogers, Arkansas this weekend. And if you've got a question that you'd like to see addressed on the podcast, as usual, please shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. If you'd like to know more about Kristen Welch and her new book, you can link. I will link back to uh, all of the things we've talked about in the show notes today. And can also find Kristen at her blog at wearethatfamily.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.